Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Here Today podcast. I'm Charlie and with me are Amanda and Morton. Yes, still. Yep, the enthusiasm is absolutely <laughs> brimming here in uh, lovely, sunny, almost Copenhagen. Guys, uh, it's only a week to go, exactly a week, till uh, the proper music starts at Roskilde. Obviously less time until the festival itself opens. How are we feeling about it this year? We're feeling good. We're feeling great. Of course. Otherwise we wouldn't go, I guess. <laughs> that is true. That is correct. They say people go to Roskilde and other festivals like at Glastonbury for the experience, but we're the poor fools who go for the music. Yes, do you think that is a slightly foolish endeavour, isn't it? Going to a festival for, a mu- for the music. It never, never really works out. <laughs> no, incorrect, incorrect. I think we've had enough good experiences, quite unique experiences at, at Ross Gilder too. Yeah. We've been looking back over the couple, last couple of weeks on Instagram and yep. remembering actually quite a few good shows. Yeah, some very, very good moments. Yeah. Care to <laughs> bring up some? <laughs> any course. any fond memories over the past couple of years? Yes, of course. Uh, there was uh, there was the Damon Album that would leave the stage last <laughs> year and see nice. how it's going to open it. I'm delighted that uh, Damon Elburn and the uh, Orchestra of Syrian Nationals are playing early on the first day this year because <laughs> last year Africa Express was amazing, but I was just so exhausted by the end of it, I couldn't, I physically could not stand up any longer. <laughs> so, what was the final tally on that set? Was it four hours? It was four hours, yeah. At the final, yeah. I'm gonna have to maybe say that again, so. For the siren. I, I was liking the, the verite side of this. Yeah. Um, which part? Final tally. So the final tally, I think that was four hours. It that was set. four hours, yeah. Four and hours then, of Africa Express. And then they finally carried him off stage. But worth it, I would say. Very. Yeah, it was a blast. Um, and apparently, actually, they're uh, streaming uh, the show on um, from the South Bank, so we can get a preview of this year's performance before Roskilde itself. The Damon Alban and the yeah, National, he's going, Syrian National Orchestra? Yeah, I think he's at uh, the Royal Festival Hall or somewhere on the South Bank and they're streaming it. So. Okay, I keep calling them the Syrian National Orchestra, but I think they're... I think it's an Orchestra of Syrian Nationals. I don't think it's I actually think the it's Syrian the National Orchestra. Orchestra of Syrian Musicians. Does anyone know? <laughs> it's all a bit. It's all a bit. People's Front of Judea, isn't it? I think it's something like the Syrian National Orchestra of Music. Of musicians. Well, that, musicians. That's what okay. kind of orchestra is there? <laughs> um, I was going to try and be clever and think of one, but I can't. Anyway. Are we certain on that one? Yeah. Okay, we're going with that one. We're going with it. Check the Roskilla lineup instead of what you put on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why you're trusting yourself so much. (laughs) (laughs) Copy paste, yeah, but mm, do we trust the copywriters of uh, Roskilla? No. 
Uh, yes. Sometimes. Depends. <laughs> I've read some weird things in the bios. Shade. Mm. So, uh, yes, of course, it's always a tough time trying to figure out exactly who we're going to manage to fit in uh, in our coverage. Uh, there's so many things going on at the same time, um, but we're getting there. Yeah. Any, any highlights that uh, you'd care to mention? Actually, one thing that I would note from this is that we're actually going for the not the big highlights. We're going to stick to the small stages mostly. That's usually how we roll. We're not yeah. really one for the main ones for the main attractions. Too cool for school. Exactly. Or pretentious, whatever. <laughs> but among the highlights, of course, to be mentioned would be PJ Harvey, Savages, and Courtney Barnett. Yeah, and those are all together on uh, Thursday. Am I right? Um, yeah, PJ and Courtney are in our Savages playing on yes, Thursday too. Yes, I Okay, so Thursday's well. shaping up okay. Yes, yes. Uh, I think is Grimes playing on Thursday as well. I think Thursday is the all ladies. The ladies day. Yeah. Or at least all the ladies we care about. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> More importantly, yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely true though, because we do have Peaches on Friday and uh, Kate LeBon on Saturday. So yes. Very exciting. So uh, Kate LeBon is Welsh. Is she not? She is Welsh, but she's moved to California. But she wasn't on your Welsh playlist. She was not on my Welsh playlist, that's true, but I could I limited it to six because I needed Yes. I could only think of six people. <laughs> that's the real reason. <laughs> <laughs> but just fortunately they'd scored six goals, I thought that was kinda sweet. <laughs> But yes, Kate LeBon, I'm thrilled to finally see her play because um, I absolutely loved her 2013 album, Mug Museum. And she's got a new album out this year, Crab Day, which is also great. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to finally seeing her live. Yeah, fantastic. Um, is it, you know, I have slightly hazy memories of Kate LeBon. Is it, as far as I remember, it's slightly spooky folky music? or am Increasingly... I folky. Um, she kind of started out with more of, a little bit more of like a synth pop bent and it's just sort of gotten more minimalist really. And uh, so it sort of veers towards like creaky guitars and um, she's got that sort of excellent deadpan Nico style vocal, so, but with more range. So. More range than Nico. More That's not really Nico. saying much, is it? Well, but there you go. She's got that dryness to her delivery, but she's capable of pushing herself beyond that dryness. So, which I think is one of the reasons why she's so affecting. Definitely. Um, I say definitely not having heard the last one, but I'm looking forward to hearing it. Oh, actually, nice. actually, while we're at it, the Orchestra of Syrian Musicians. Yes. Orchestra of Syrian Musicians, not there Syrian Nationals. Okay, good to know. Syrian Musicians. Yeah. There might be an Orchestra of Syrian Nationals, but they might not be as good as the musicians. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, 
the, from wherever I copy pasted it, it's obviously wrong. <laughs> Again, why oh, did you think Instagram would be correct? Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think one highlight that you have been talking about, ranting about, is that a... Couldn't you say that? <laughs> Uh, okay, I do it one more time. One one highlight, Charlie, that you have been talking about is Philaxoid. Ah, yes. None of us can think. Uh, that, that sounded the that was the most uh, authentic sounding pronunciation of it. I I really have no idea. Philaxoid is what I normally call them, but I'm very happy to be corrected on the matter. Yes. So um, Chilean. Space rock psych outfit. Don't ask me how many they are because I like to think of them as very mysterious based on their <laughs> dope black and white videos. Um, it's the best kind of festival music, you know, at when are they playing? Around midnight, quarter past midnight. On Wednesday. It's uh, music to space out after a hard half day, only half day on Wednesday of, uh, of music after that grueling, probably after subjecting yourself to red hot chili peppers, you probably want a bit of folloxoid to just uh, wash it all down, <laughs> wash it away maybe. Yeah, wash it away. But um, we're not doing that. We're not washing away. We're not doing the red hot chili peppers. No, we're not. Well, Are we you doing Anna von Housewolf? I don't know if I'm going to get to see Anna von Hauswolf. Um I saw her back in January though, and she was... Oh, because she clashes with Heinz. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but she is really, like, she's got a, a really interesting voice. And she, you know, really maximizes that spooky effect if, you, if what you're going for is spooky. Plus she's got, you know, the type of sub-bass that makes you feel physically ill. So blast that through some festival speakers. It should be... Uh, a very suitable, I mean, I guess if you wanted to space that, there you go. That's a good one for it. <laughs> Absolutely. On Thursday, on the other hand, uh, of, um, a, a small highlight for me is uh, going to be Bisse, which is a Danish artist. Tell us more. And he's, um, he's like, how you say, he's very new, he's very hyped, he sounds a bit like Something out of the 80s, bowish kind of thing. Interesting. It's very, very good. It's um, something I instantly thought, hmm, this could be, this could be good. This could be... Uh, so it's a Danish band who sounds like he's from the 80s, but isn't doing a synthwave thing. Yeah. Don't all band, Danish bands No synthwave at all. I'm already on board. <laughs> yes, and it's very good. He has a Scott Walker-ish kind of quality to his voice. But also what era Scott Walker, we must know. Hmm? Walker Brothers. <laughs> Which era of Scott Walker? Early 70s, <laughs> early six, late 60s. I, I, I would say like a 90s Walker. Scott Walker. 90s Scott Walker, Walker. okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's not great. complete. There's also uh, hints of uh, something less arty. More earthy notes. Yeah. Mm. But it's very, uh, it's personal, uh, something that I'm looking forward to on that day. Perfectly warmed down from uh, PJ Harvey. He's playing Gloria on uh, half past 11. No, half past 10. My kids, you heard it here first. Probably not, actually. Is he, is he quite famous now in 
in Denmark. It's funny that I, we live here and I have to ask you this. But. <laughs> he, is, uh, he is famous among uh, music nerds, but not in the wide. But not these music nerds, not yet. Not, no, but he, I'm sure he'll win our hearts. We haven't gone mainstream yet, but uh, possibly he will. Alright, on Friday, highlights on Friday, of course we are going to hear Colin Stetson and Sarah Neufeld, right? Yes, yeah, Sarah Neufeld, we saw, or I saw her when she was here in May, is that just like, is that only a month ago she was here uh, doing a solo performance? But um, I'm, yeah, I'm really quite curious to see them perform live, because she's a very dynamic performer, um, so it should, I, I'm very keen to see what their chemistry is on stage. Mm. And Colin Stetson, as we were just discussing, is so all over the map right now. I was just, you know, he had an album out this year that was a reinterpretation of an opera. Interesting. Yeah. In what opera? I cannot remember. It was called, um, I think it was called Sorrow, actually. I okay. have to, I would have to look that up. But, um, it was definitely one of those things where I was like, this is gorgeous, but I feel like it's going right over my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like he's created something too, almost too good for me to be listening to. <laughs> wow, well that's high praise indeed. Um, I think actually, uh, we were discussing some of the uh, cross collaborations that are happening throughout the festival. Um, Maybe we could start with um, the f Fox Millions duo. Fox Millions duo. When somebody said to me, what is Fox Millions duo? I was like, I really hope it's uh, Greg Fox from Liturgy and Kid Millions from Onita. And it turns out that's exactly what it is. Um, so so I don't know anything else about it, but I'm just so excited because how could that not be amazing? Absolutely. To, to remind people of uh, Fox and Millions. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too, is that this is so very obviously a homegrown project because um, Greg Fox actually lives in the Bushwick area of Brooklyn, which is where Anita's home base is these days. And the kind of people that, and the kind of performers that just would be at the local art space on any given weekend. Uh, when I was living up there, which was great because, you know, it's weird to think of like how often you can see Anita play if you're in Brooklyn and yet outside of Brooklyn, not so much. <laughs> so uh, then the number of times I've seen them has sort of fallen off a, a ramp since I've left. Uh, but yeah, Greg Fox, as I've said to pretty much anybody who will listen to me, I think he's probably the best drummer of his generation. and. Uh, he's also doing his solo project, Guardian Alien, on Saturday, so there are multiple chances to take in the, you know, sort of wonder <laughs> that is his performance. So, so um, I'm interested, uh, Liturgy obviously are known for their, let's say, reinterpretation of, of black metal. Um, 
how does Guardian Alien, for example, fit into that? What, what? It's not really, <laughs> definitely not really on the metal side of things. So, mm. um, and I really don't know what Fox Millions is going to be like because Onita don't fit into that at all. But Greg Fox also does a lot of work as a session drummer. So I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so it's a, it's a, gonna be a surprise. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Sorry, I kept making faces. I was trying not to sneeze while you were talking. <laughs> I, I was just like, keep it in, keep it in. I appreciate that. Um, cool, cool, cool. And um, this Colin Stetson album, it is called Sorrow. It's a reinterpretation of Garaki's third symphony. Oh, and he plays that with the saxophone? Not just the saxophone, no. <laughs> okay, I, I'm the, is that the Garaki symf Symphony of Sorrowful Songs then? Yeah. Yeah. It's good, it's good, I like it, I like it. Get into it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, that was, a, that was a good flick. And you, Charlie, of course, are excited about <laughs> LCD things. sound system, yes? Of course I am. How could I not be? Uh, never thought I'd get to see them, as I'm sure many people uh, felt the same way. Uh, so this is uh, absolute, going to be an absolute treat. It's going to be an excellent way, I think, to end the festival. Like, that's going to be a sort of your peak moment for the festival. Yes. It's just like the massive, slightly delirious dance party. Yeah, I'm... So I'm hoping that all my friends lasts about 20 minutes and they just build up that, that one like, piano chord for as long as possible before really dropping it because oh, I've, always, I've only ever wanted to hear that as, at a festival like in a big like, crowd, you know, that's, that's what it's about really. Uh, so really looking forward to that. I have to say, if I was one of the people who queued up to get tickets for their so-called final show, what, five years ago, I'd be pissed. <laughs> but uh, I think that's... Well, but I don't really understand the logic behind that. Well, you would understand it if you realize that the day those tickets went on sale was like the coldest day on record for the year, and people actually queued up outside of the box office because they knew they weren't going to be able to get through online. And like people's coffee froze in their hands, like it was amazingly cold. Yeah, well, but, but that's like, not entirely James Murphy's fault, though, is it? Well, no, but I'm pretty sure people lost appendages trying to get tickets for that show. No, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. But the rest of us didn't get to be at that show, so you know, <laughs> I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful that they'd reconsidered. Um, absolutely. So that's that's. Uh, Hopefully going to be the highlight of, of Saturday. Of course, New Order, very high up on your list, Amanda. Of course. Uh, this, this wouldn't be a Here Today podcast if we didn't <laughs> devote some time to talking about New Order. <laughs> it's true, and I've actually never seen them play before, so I'm really excited about this. Yes, and so we were talking about this earlier. Um, the reason that I'm a little bit more sceptical is I, I, 
um, reviewed bad lieutenant who con constitute about what half of New Order. Yeah, I thought it was just Bernard. <laughs> no, I think there was a couple of others. One, one or two. Are you looking into who else you can blame for this? <laughs> no, uh, yes, I saw Bad Lieutenant. That was a, a slightly disappointing experience, I must say. I'm uh, so hopefully together, New Order can uh, can deliver. Well, I think also the great thing about seeing bands at a festival and like any, especially like legacy type bands is because, as James Murphy would say, they shut up and play the hits. So it's just, you know, I mean, any band that's been around for 10 plus years has, you know, survived several albums, you know it's going to be just like the short, tight, get all the singles in and a couple of like the bigger deep cuts and go. So, and that's always like, I mean, in a festival context, that's great. If you paid money to see them, you know, at a theater, then you'd be pissed off, but. Yeah, although having said that, I mean, the one thing about New Order is that if they do play their, some of their more recent material, I don't think people would necessarily complain because. Yeah, as I've happily told you all, you know, <laughs> exactly. it is a fantastic record. So if I'm still listening to it six months later, then any, then not just for New Order, but for any band, it's like if I come back to an album six months after I, I've reviewed it, then it's love at that point. <laughs> Indeed. So at least set list wise, there's really very little yeah. they can do to disappoint, I imagine. Yeah. Mm. But I'm even thinking of like Northside a couple of years ago, Morton, when we were there um, seeing Franz Ferdinand, and they like, their set actually bordered on on medleys. Like it was, it was actually just. It could have been like a masterclass on how to do a festival set. It was like and cut off at this point into the next track, name drop the festival, this that the other, and other people were saying like, oh, it was so by the numbers, it was a bit boring. Was like yeah, if I paid money to see just them and this is what they gave me, I'd be pissed. But in a festival context, it was perfect. Yeah, they've always seemed to be like very. Very enthusiastic entertainers, like they're 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 happy and they're mm. to consider some, themselves that and work hard to achieve it. So yeah, I think I think they deserve that respect. So that was the uh, say something nice about Franz Ferdinand. Huh? <laughs> Is that a regular thing we do? <laughs> I think we should. I think I think we should come up again because let me say that 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 single oh B side or whatever it is shopping for blood. I still come back to it. I think it's great. <laughs> have you have you listened to that one? Yeah, but like, I love it. I love it. I I really. Oh, I just generally I come love back Franz Ferdinand. They're just one of those bands that it's like if I can't if I can't think straight long enough to think about what music I should be listening to they're one of my default bands I will listen to because it's like, this will make me feel okay. See also Bell and Sebastian and Mission of Burma. Well, two out of three Scottish, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, something, you something about the Scots makes me feel okay. <laughs> yeah, so we just missed Arab Strap there. Who may or may not, not be getting back together, we don't know yet. Is that that so? that's, a, that's the rumor. Or at least they've taken advantage of the new .scot domain names to register arabstrap.scot. So. .scot. <laughs> .scot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lovely. Like, and, but, but one thing though that is, and this probably people who go to festival already knows, that most of the time the highlights 
that end up still with the concept that end up being a highlight would be surprised that you wouldn't know that that would be like wow this was the show of the year mm-hmm. and we'll of course also have a schedule open and like wander around to see shows that we had no idea we wanted to see what were some that What's surprised you sure. in previous years i had my one of my biggest festival experiences was uh, Tune Yards in 2010. Yeah. Mm. I walked into, I loved that show. That was really, 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 really good. Mm. I hadn't, hadn't thought that it would be so good. Mm. I had a bit of a road to Damascus thing with, of all people, Haim. Because I was, yeah, I was really skeptical. And then I saw them like, no, these, they're genuinely very fun. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, they are. Well, I, know, I know that's not that's not a very cool one to say, is it? For like most of the time, I know who people are, but like there there is a snobbish element to me that goes, oh, those people are well known. I probably don't like them, <laughs> and I was absolutely wrong. Great. Actually, it's been a while since they've done. Have yeah. they? When's the last time they released an album? Like two years ago. Two three years ago, yeah. So they should They're, get on it. They probably already are. I, I hope so. I imagine so. Can't rest on your laurel canyons. Hey, LA joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do I know that? Uh, it's, it's a Charlie Band- dances, <laughs> Amanda rolls her eyes. It's a Van Dyke Fox song. to talk about more we could talk about Protomatia. Protomatia! As we saw them recently we yeah. could talk about... We've talked about them a lot so hmm? we have spoken. We have talked yeah, about that is why I didn't bother going into that how much true. I love Courtney Barnett because yeah. come yeah. on. But you know PJ I, I will say that um, I think the two so let, let's how about this who are the two or three people you're genuinely excited for because I, I feel like with um, with yeah. festivals because there's such an overload. Yeah. You go oh there's pun- there's loads of people I'm interested in. Yeah. But there's a, there's only usually for me there's only one or two that like I'm genuinely excited to see. Yeah. And for me it's PJ Harvey, PJ Harvey. Oh, and PJ Harvey. Amanda. Um. Again, New Order. I'm thrilled to finally see them. Kate LeBon. I'm super excited about. Um, I will always pay attention to anything Damon Albarn is working on and Courtney Barnett as you may recall she's on my list of musicians I would like to be friends with so definitely well I I have to say I also like more than it is pretty much PJ Harvey PJ Harvey and not CD sound system <laughs> of course I'm also interested in much more but but if the, I can but just yeah. see Pete, you're happy, I'm happy. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Yesterday, uh, yesterday, last year, it pretty much was my family. And then I was happy to see loads of other people, but that was the one that I was literally jumping up and down. Yes. Happy to see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys noticed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Good. That was a good show. I love them. 
It was. Oh, man. Although he did molest my bag. Molest? How? Apparently rubbed him. So I wasn't holding it at the time, thank God. But I've, well, who was holding it? Paul. My, my husband was holding it, and yes, he apparently rubbed his very sweaty body all over it. Um, well, he, he rubbed his sweaty body over other people's faces, so I feel yes. like, you know... Fortunately, the bag could be sent to the dry cleaner, so... Did Why that. would you ever want to wash him off? I'm really <laughs> afraid of what I could contract if I didn't. <laughs> oh. Bless. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, they they had. I don't know if I shared it, but they had the most. They had a really good um, Facebook thing about um, last shadow puppets. Oh, should that be the end of? Where they were, where they were really like, they were very justifiably like, how can this stand? <laughs> how can these people be allowed mm. anywhere? Well, yes. There, there was also a great. Fun reckons Alex Turner looks like Alan Partridge, <laughs> which is so fucking true. <laughs> um, and so this, it's it's quite a long sort of post, but it ends with these but these butchers must be destroyed. <laughs> Signed with fear and honor, Leah Saudi. <laughs> so I touch her skin, sever and black. All right. <laughs> we have here, and needless uh, to say, we'll be skipping last shadow puppets. <laughs> Oh, there's a great bit here. Uh, Alex Turner and his frankly vile and embarrassing stooge, Miles Kane, became more and more like Alan Partridge and ben Benjamin Netanyahu at a two-man swingers party. <laughs> Weeping, laughing, screaming, pulsating, vibrating, and gyrating beneath the tower of their self-appointed brilliance. These butchers must be destroyed. Oh, I can read it. It's beautiful. It's, oh, it's yes, poetry. so we will be skipping last of the shadow puppets. Of course we will. Um, I, though I will say I admire uh, Alex Turner's work ethic quite, you know, I don't understand how that kid gets as much done as he does. Yeah. Um, if only did something interesting. Yeah. Well, that's... There are lots of people who love the Arctic Monkeys. There are a lot of people who love fascism, Amanda. <laughs> well... <laughs> I will, considering the statement. I'm not, I'm not saying the two says things are the, equal, but... Say, says the Italian, um... <laughs> hey, forget about it. <laughs> considering the state my country is in, I will not equate the Arctic Monkeys and fascism. Who is Alan Patrick? Oh, Alan, they're gonna be... Oh, he's gonna be huge! Time to end it then. Oh yeah, trying to explain. I think, I think we need to end it on who is Alan Partridge. Yeah, uh, well, I'm now going to spend the evening explaining to Morton who Alan Partridge is. Yeah, you are. You're actually going to spend the evening watching football and explaining it to me. Yes, we're going to watch, Morton and I are now going to watch Italy Island. Yeah, amazing. They know you had a television. I don't. I have a big fucking screen. Yeah. <laughs>